Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Welcome to The Chaser Report for Friday the 9th of July. Charles Firth is back after two weeks, or nearly two weeks, away from the podcast. Hello, Charles. I'm so relaxed, Dom. Two weeks away from having to work an hour a day, just (laughs) been... Ah, oh, bliss. And not a care in the world, right? You just spent the past two weeks luxuriating, putting your feet up. Nothing's been bothering you at all. Well, I want to I wanna play you some of the sounds of my holiday. Um, here's, here's a little clip from Jabiru Town Lake in the Kakadu National Park. Oh, Charles. Isn't it nice? That's Isn't so it? idyllic, you lucky that, bastard. That's a, that's a sort of, uh, that's a bird call of this sort of squattish brown eagle. It's amazing. I got this amazing close-up look at it because I had to look at it on YouTube because I've been fucking locked down and I can't go to fucking Darwin. I mean, this is a sad story. There was going to be a big international trip last Mm. year. Yes. Got cancelled for COVID. But then this year you thought you'd be fine just staying within Australia, going to a beautiful part of the country. To to a place where they just don't have any lockdowns ever. Darwin hadn't had any lockdowns at all. Safe as houses. And then literally two days before we were due to live, they locked down. We locked down. Everything locked down. Anyway, so but YouTube is an amazing resource. (laughs) And so next year I'm planning to go on a trip around YouTube. (laughs) So you've had the two weeks with the kids. Mm. You've been in lockdown. They've been on holidays. Yes. Um, I'm guessing perhaps not quite what you were hoping for in terms of uh, quality memory for the future. No, but Dom, there's so many memories because one of the things that happened the day after lockdown started is that our the house next door to us uh, started their renovations. No. They're very extensive renovations. Really? Yes. And although yesterday, just as an example, this has been going on for weeks, but um, they decided to jackhammer the entire house. Wow. Although that said, the one thing I've really wanted to do in the past two weeks is throw stuff. So maybe if you could have just helped with the jackhammering bit, that might have been quite therapeutic. I mean, I must say, it is, it's a testament to how used to noise of renovations I've got. In, 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 yesterday, I was having a nap on the couch and there was jackhammering going on, like literally next to my ear, and I fell asleep. Like That's how, that's how mindful I've become, Dom. <laughs> that's very impressive. Well, Charles, it is very nice to have you back. And um, I've missed our, our daily chats, but let me just say yeah, that, that the numbers – of the podcast has done very, very well with Dan in the chair. So if you want to spend two more weeks with your family, just go <laughs> ahead, mate. No fucking way, Dom. I'm taking it back right now. On today's show, intern Lachlan is going to give you a quiz, Charles, to check how much of the news you've been consuming during your holiday. And I want to test whether Sydney's lockdown is hard enough because some cynics are suggesting that it isn't. But first, let's go to Rebecca Dinamino in the Chaser Newsroom. The federal government has today ruled out offering JobKeeper payments to casual workers out of pocket due to lockdown, with the Treasury stating it is not a pressing issue for the government. Confused ministers have asked why casual workers struggling to pay rent don't just dip into their trust funds like any normal person would do. The Gold Star State, New South Wales, has today shown its world-leading response to COVID by shrugging and stating it might just give up after three weeks of lockdown. Health Minister Brad Hazard revealed in an early morning press conference that the government has tried absolutely nothing and they are now all out of ideas. 
And the Australian Olympic team has been suspended on suspicion of doping after a box of wheat bix was found in one of the athletes' luggage. Some athletes are suspected of doing as many as 12 wheat bix a day, giving them the energy to power on through the toughest conditions. I'm Rebecca Dana Muno for the Chaser Report, and I'm really hoping that last story will land me a sponsorship with Kellogg's. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Today's episode of The Chase Report is brought to you by the new and improved Easy Peel Tetra Pack. Simply just pull the peel here on the corner um, with your middle and index finger. Maybe try with your teeth a little bit. Come on, nearly got it. Maybe the other corner. Fuck! Ah, I'll just get the scissors. Uh, new and improved Easy Peel packaging. One in ten times works every time. Covid Watch. Now, Charles, of course, since we last did the podcast together, Sydney's gone into lockdown. But some say we haven't gone hard enough this lockdown some have dared to call the current set of restrictions a mockdown charles a mockdown well i think that what was confusing is that at the beginning they said things like oh you can go and exercise in groups of 10 and you can go out for recreation and you can go out whenever you want to eat and shop and you can go out basically whenever you want and so, therefore, it wasn't really a lockdown. I, I tend to agree. And then they're now posting these memes on Twitter going, by the way, you're not supposed to leave your home. <laughs> and that was not the message. It mm. was like, go out and enjoy the sunlight. There's no curfew. I, I, Shops are open whenever you like. Yeah, yeah, that's what they said. That, to me, is just that it, it was because the bo- people of Bondi can be trusted, can't they? Uh-huh. Because they're, they're all the tax avoiders of, you know, they're, they're in the same class. Mm. Whereas now it's out in Fairfield and Auburn. Labor electorates. We've got to crack down. We've got to get the cops on them. So, Charles, still having a bit of a dilemma about whether we've got this right or we haven't gone far enough. So I've come up with some upsides and downsides of the current situation. I just want to – I want you to let me know what you think, right? Okay. So an upside, you're allowed to see people for compassionate reasons. Yes. The downside is you can infect your entire family. <laughs> As it's been happening. Yeah, because that was, that was the first one that was really confusing, wasn't it? Because the first few days of lockdown, I just saw my mum all the time because they went, mm. oh, you can go and visit your family. It's like, mental well, health, there's nothing yeah. else to do. I might as well bank in some brownie points with mum. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, oh, wait a minute, you can infect her. So, yeah, that's a pity. All right. Also, uh, so here's a downside. We yep. clearly aren't locking down enough businesses to stop transmission. Yep. But on the upside, I love killing time at JB Hi-Fi, <laughs> which has been on the exposure sites list several times Wait now. a minute. So JB Hi-Fi, in what way is anything at JB Hi-Fi, oh, if you need to get a drone to go out and <laughs> do, be part of the search party for Scott Morrison, that would <laughs> yes, be it. that's probably it. it. Yeah. My theory is that like 2% of their business is selling like work computers, so uh, they've just got in out of the line. Yeah. Um, how about this? I mean, the government... Downside, the government's now saying don't go to shopping centres or indoor venues at all. Mm. Upside, they've done absolutely nothing to stop us. Yes, I like that. It's sort of it's the larrikin spirit. 
The mm. larrikin spirit of infecting your fellow Sydney cider. Individual responsibility for being a super spreader. Yeah, That's what yeah. they're doing. Um, what about this? So the downside, clearly we don't have enough vaccine, right? Yeah, yeah. We can't reopen before there are zero cases. Mm. But the upside, Charles, announced yesterday, we're fucking this up so badly that the federal government just gave Western Sydney 300,000 extra doses. Oh, wow. Yeah. So wait a minute. If things get really, really bad, does that mean we get sort of international help? Do we get on the, <laughs> that sort of international scheme that they get? Maybe. To- I, I'm bemused that they had 300,000 doses <laughs> in the locker and that before now they didn't think it was serious enough to release them. Thanks. Ugh. Thanks, guys. Fuck. All right. What about this? Um, a downside, we clearly went so late that we've already had to extend the lockdown two times. Mm, yeah, right? yeah. But the upside... This is going to drag on for so long that Melburnians won't be able to say that we don't understand what they went through. Well, I'm already feeling it now. I've I'm started to ring up my Melbourne friends just to tell them how shit I am. You know, just, <laughs> just to sort of rub it in. Like, yeah, I'm feeling really fucking angry and bitter now too. Ha! Yeah, that's Suck right. shit! We've gone down to your level. Um, Another downside is that the rules are so lax that everyone's just gathering in beaches and parks in huge numbers, right? Mm. But the upside, yesterday... Uh, it was revealed that Natalie Portman and Sasha Baron Cohen and their families went on a lovely boat trip, which mm. shows other Hollywood stars that even if there's a huge lockdown, you can still enjoy our lovely Sydney lifestyle. Yes, I love it. Well, actually, I mean, it's sort of better for them now that none of the hoi polloi are around mm. to bother them, isn't Paparazzi it? Paparazzi aren't allowed to come and uh, to yeah, shoot them. that's perfect. Well, Natalie Portman's thinking of buying a house here, I'm told, so... Oh, well, you know, there's always a chance, Dom. There's always a chance. There's always a chance that, uh, the, government might, that the government might actually restrict her in some way, but <laughs> they haven't done it yet. Uh, and finally, Charles, the upside, um, it won't be that bad if the lockdown stretches on for months and months because if you get bored, you can just go to the shops or outdoors absolutely anywhere you want. Yeah, so basically there's no lockdown, is there? So the upside is it's manageable. The downside is it's going to go until 2023. You know, I've got a really good idea, which is I think JB Hi-Fi should start selling beer. Like, you know, whether you can stand up, have a drink. A standing bar. Yeah, standing bar. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll get Natalie Portman to open it. Hey. Today's episode of The Chase Report brought to you by Peter Dutton Offshore Childcare. Pay for us to take your child for three days and we'll give you an extra four years free. Peter Dutton Offshore Childcare. Charles has been away for the past fortnight or so. I suspect that he doesn't currently have the amount of news in his brain that he needs to be a co-presenter of this podcast. So I've asked Lachlan to prepare a little bit of an exam for you, Charles, to see whether Ooh. your news chops are really where they should be. Okay. Yeah, well, we, we didn't know if you'd be quite up to scratch after two weeks off, so we're just, we're just no, keeping I've been a blissful. Loop. I've been watching YouTube. YouTube? What's if that? If this is about video game walkthroughs, then I'm going <laughs> to ace this. <laughs> no, unfortunately, Charles, it's about something far more interesting, and that's Australian political news. Oh, great. <laughs> he sounds so excited. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, just a few questions. We'll run you through. Um, okay. Question one. Which other noteworthy Australian has been missing for the last two weeks? Oh, well, that's easy. Scott Morrison. Ah, well done, Charles. Pretty straightforward. Yep. yep. Question two. Yep. While you were gone, Mm. it was revealed that Morrison approved spending $667 million on what crucial resource? A, 40 million doses of Pfizer. B, car parks. 
or C, a fleet of submarines. Oh, dear. This is hard, isn't it? <clears throat> well, it would be nice if it's vaccines, but I kind of think it probably isn't. I think it, it's going to be submarines, isn't it? It wouldn't be a fleet of submarines, though, would it? It'd be like... you get about half a submarine. <laughs> that, you get a half a submarine. You're wrong. It was zero submarines because it was a bunch of car parks. That is Scott not Morrison true. approved what? the funding of 27 car parks in marginal electorates what one be- day before announcing an election. What about the vaccines? Why didn't you spend it on the vaccines? Uh, question three is, which of the following controversial celebrities managed to get a triumphant victory in their historical legal battle? Was it A, Britney Spears, or B, Bill Cosby? <laughs> well, I heard that Bill Cosby got out of jail... And then uh, there is something going on with Britney Spears, isn't it? Has been she... for many decades, Charles. Yeah. And it turns out it wasn't ridiculous at all. It's She's all a true. prisoner. Free prisoner. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Britney Spears. It's got to be Britney Spears. I'm really sorry, Charles. It's Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby <laughs> was uh, let out of jail after the court overturned his conviction. Oh, great. So he's out on the streets. Oh, that's really good news. This is a very uplifting um, quiz, by the way. It was a very uplifting two weeks. <laughs> Question four. There was a controversy recently when it was revealed that students at St. Joseph's did what? A, catch a flight to and from India in March. B, mm. spat on a homeless person while carrying COVID. Mm. C, received Pfizer at the start of the rollout. Or D, held a house party with 100 people during Sydney's lockdown. Oh, my God. Um, well, I they're mean, all terrible. The difficult thing is it's not really easy to tell, is it, Charles? <laughs> <laughs> um, God, you know what I'm going to do? I think it's all of them. I think they did all, all of, of the above. <laughs> I'm going to go with all of the above. Is that right? No, all they did was receive Pfizer. Oh, they only received <laughs> Pfizer. <laughs> that was it. Okay, question five. Last week, the New South Wales Police Commissioner reported that two men received a $1,000 fine for breaking lockdown restrictions. What was fascinating about this story? Was it A, the two men were caught naked? B, they were frightened by a deer? C, they were believed to be having sex on a beach? Or D, they had to be rescued by the SES? Oh, what is this story? <laughs> so if you'd been listening to our podcast, Charles, you'd know the answer right off the bat. Oh, I've of course been listening to the podcast. Like I, I've been loving the, the chemistry between Dom and Dave. I, I think he's a real <laughs> addition to this show. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to go with, I don't know, they had to be rescued. I, I, have, I have no idea. Charles was all of them. All of those things were Ah, that was one of those trick questions. <laughs> so I'll just give you a little score update. It looks like you got uh, some right, but not enough. <laughs> I reckon, that, but that's good. That means that I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> That's what you want in a host. You want someone like Kyle Sanderlands or, or Alan Jones, somebody who knows nothing about the world. Well, Charles, with that level of understanding of what's going on, I think you should go and work for the Federal Health Department. <laughs> um, actually, we do have one last question to, to okay. finish on. Yep. Um, when will you be going on holidays again so we can have Dan back? <laughs> Great question. Hello, you've called emergency services. Yeah, uh, hi, uh, I'd like to report a fire. Uh, not a problem, just let us know your location and we'll dispatch an engine immediately. Yeah, look, that's the thing. Uh, I think your engines might have a bit of a hard time reaching it. Not a problem, our teams can reach almost anywhere. Uh, we're trained in apartment fires, forestry, industrial fires, you name it. Yeah, uh, it's a bit more complicated than that. Where is it? Um, it's the ocean. 
Sorry, what? Yeah, we kind of set the ocean on fire. As in the, the giant body of water? Yep, the giant body of water. All right. Uh, wait, sorry, how in the world do you set the ocean on fire? I might have just spilled some gas there. Spilled some gas? Okay, I, I guess that makes sense. Uh, but how did you... And then we lit it on fire. Why the hell did you light the gas on fire? Well, we didn't want anyone else to get their hands on it. Jesus Christ. Okay, so what have you done to try and address the problem? Well, we tried spraying it with a hose. You tried to spray the ocean with a hose. Yep. You did that. Yep. And I'm guessing... Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, no. Can't imagine why. Um, so what else have you done? Well, we tried sending some boats with some fire extinguishers. Oh, yeah? How, how did that go? Well, we couldn't get very close. Oh, let me guess, on account of the fire. Yes! See, I knew you guys would know your stuff. <sighs> so um, what exactly do you want us to do? Well, we were just thinking that if you guys start drinking from paper straws for the next thousand years, it might help offset the damage we just did to the environment in one day. That way we can keep on polluting the world with fossil fuels. Oh, oh yeah, we, we can do that. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Thanks so much. Well, I've got to go. Uh, there's a wildfire I need to start in California next month. Heat waves won't make themselves, you know? <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call. Talk again in December. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This episode brought to you by Don Johnson and Associates. Have you been injured at work? Well, that really sucks. I wish there was something I could do. Don Johnson, not a lawyer. Charles, just before we go, yep. we've all been relying on Amazon pretty heavily over the past year or two. The delivery to the door, it feels relatively safe. But what's happening with workers is really quite extraordinary. We all have heard the stories of them having to pee into bottles and impossible conditions, having to sort of run around the warehouse to survive. Mm. But apparently for the drivers, it's becoming even worse. I am. Because they've now got a point where they just hire all these third-party contractors as drivers and these flex drivers, as they're called, Mm. you now get fired just by an app. What? If you don't work hard enough. So you sign up by an app. The app monitors whether you're doing your deliveries quickly enough. And if you don't, you just lose your job automatically. (laughs) No human even has to feel guilty for sacking you during a massive global recession. Wow. That's another level of evil, isn't it? That, like, that's sort of something that a few years ago would we would have been joking about. Mm. Mind you, there is an upside to this, which oh, is, yeah. Dom, I've signed you up uh, <laughs> this great app. You should actually get it. I think it's called, what was it? Flex. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, you should be getting a message just about now. Uh, if you just check your phone. Oh, yeah. No, it does. It says I'm now an Amazon partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great because I really need some extra work because of how yeah. insecure I am in this job. Yeah, that's right. And you should be getting a message uh, from the Chaser Report just about now um, coming through. Can you see? Oh, it says you're fired. Oh, dear. Sorry. I had no idea that that would happen. Sorry, that must have been the algorithm. That's all right, Charles. To be honest, the workplace conditions will be better at Amazon. <laughs> There's more news up at chaser.com.au around the clock, of course. Don't forget, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts helps us look good in the charts. And today's code word is... You're fired. I'm thinking, bring back Dan personally. Um, <laughs> our 
Melbourne Podcast Festival gig on the 1st of August is still technically booked, Charles. Yes, and the thing that uh, you've got to know is that if you book tickets to this event and it's uh, it's cancelled in any way, then we have nothing to do with it and we didn't <laughs> take your money. And uh, Well, we couldn't go to the pub with the money anyway, even if we wanted to. So we're not going to take your money. Our gear is thanks to Road Microphones. We're part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.